Life can be stressful, even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of life. You need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's Headspace. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research and can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Go to headspace.com slash C-suite for a free one-month trial. Headspace.com slash C-suite. Welcome to the Everyday Mindfulness Show, where we educate and inspire people to live fuller lives through mindful practices. Let's get started with your host, New York Times contributor, leadership advisor, sought-after keynote speaker, the author of the A to Z Guide to Stress-Free Leadership. She's smart, strong, sassy, and a trendsetter in the field of mindful leadership. Your host, Holly Duckworth. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Everyday Mindfulness Show. I am your host, Holly Duckworth, and we are here today to celebrate and explore mindfulness with one of my favorite musicians, Nathan Aswell. Today, we're going to shake up the show a little bit. Nathan and I are going to have a great conversation on mindfulness, and as you know, as I've taken over the show, I want every show to educate you, connect you, and inspire you to try mindfulness. So Nathan is actually going to give you a little gift. At the end of our interview, we are going to include with the show one of his songs so that you can have that two to three minute mindfulness experience listening to Nathan's songs and letting that mindfulness wash over you. So life can be stressful even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of life. You need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's Headspace. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research and can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Go to headspace.com slash C-suite for a free one-month trial. Headspace.com slash C-suite. I love to start every show with gratitude. Thank you so much, Nathan, for sharing your gift of music with us and your thoughts on mindfulness and mindful living each and every day. My great pleasure, Holly. It's, it's great to just have some time to hang with you. Yeah, so everybody knows I love to bring friends on the show. Um, let's tell our story. How did we meet? We got to meet somewhere really cool. Where did we meet? Well, you know, that's an excellent question. I can't remember where we met. I know that you and I have had a, an adventure in Bali together, uh, which I, I thoroughly enjoyed. You know, one of my favorite moments of our Bali trip, and I don't know if you remember this, it was one of the first, I think it was the first day I was there. We were there. Uh, I was already sitting outside. It was about six o'clock in the morning. And you very quietly uh, left your, um, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, room and uh, just uh, snuck away off to the beach with your camera. I came back about an hour and a half later with, I don't know, 400 pictures that you shared with us. It was just beautiful. But I just love seeing, you know, seeing how intent you were in your desire to go and have that experience. You didn't even notice me, and I didn't say anything to you. So I thought, okay, let's just let her go and have that moment, and we'll talk about it when she comes back. But, yeah, it's, it's a, one of my favorite memories of you from that trip. Well, the listeners are getting to know me a little bit better. And thank you for sharing that example, because again, the show is everyday mindfulness and it's how do you become fully 
present in the moment, whether that moment is in your backyard or in Bali. That is yeah. so funny that that's, that's your memory of, of me from, from that day. <laughs> well, we'll have to, I'll throw some photos uh, from that, that trip on with the show. Um, because my memory of, of you is um, singing together. We had the opportunity to visit one of the, yes. the young girls schools there. Yeah. And I had a momentary mindfulness freak out moment. Um, as we're, we're driving up to the to this uh, to the school, and um, you and Jana, who we'll, we'll bring on the show at some point in the future, said, "Holly, you need to share a gift with the girls." And the message I kept getting is, "Sing this little light of mine." And I'm like, "I am singing with two of the best singers in my entire world, and you want me to sing?" And um, mindfulness is, you know, staring fear in the eye and being present in the moment to give your gifts to the world and receive those those gifts and you and I you you nudged me outside of my comfort zone to to do the little song and the girls knew the words do you remember that I do remember that and you were great I, I you was did, you did a fantastic job I was practicing my mindfulness <laughs> you were great. Uh, so so tell us a little bit about your definition of mindfulness and how you practice this um, in your everyday life Thanks, Holly. It's a great question. And, you know, as I've said to you before, um, I really think that you and I are on a very similar, if not identical path. I think about this stuff all the time. And um, for me, mindfulness is just putting our, putting our attention on whatever we're in as fully as we possibly can. So that's a lot of words to say it even more simply, just being as present to whatever is going on in the moment, whatever that is, whether that's something as uh, put on unquote, um, uh, 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 ordinary as doing the dishes or extraordinary doing whatever it is that we most love to do in the world, you know, interviews, me making music, you know, you, uh, you coaching, whatever the case may be, it's all the same. I really, I really think that that's the end game is it's all the same. It's about us showing up as fully as we can in every, it's one of my favorite expressions these days, thinking about a lot is you know how we do anything is how we do everything right there's a consistency to how we show up for me there's no separation you know the, the separation is just uh, it's just in our own consciousness but really you know what are we here to do Holly we're here to love and for me for me that's it that's it in a nutshell that's what really what being present is that's that's the way we can most be present is is to be the most loving in any moment whatever it is that we're doing whether that's dishes or coaching or performing or being on stage or, you know, whatever. It's, it's just showing up as fully as we can. How do we fully show up? We love. That's it. That's the whole enchilada. It's not more complicated than that. Well, I agree with you. And there's probably listeners on the show saying, yeah, but I'm an accountant. Yeah, but I'm the Starbucks barista. Yeah, but I'm the construction worker. What do okay. you say to those folks? So let's take any one of those. Pick one. Let's let's pick the construction guy, uh, construction person, because, you know, of course, there are women doing that work as well. I mean, I would like to think that they do that work because they love to do that work. They love to be outside. They love the uh, the uh, feeling of being a part of a, a team, being a part of something bigger than themselves, taking satisfaction in work well done every day, seeing something being built over time, lessons in patience. I mean, it's all there. It's It's all there just as much as it is anywhere else. The barista who works in the Starbucks, how do they greet everybody that walks in the door? 
Have you not been to a Starbucks and met a barista that just made your day better because of the way they greeted you when they handed you your coffee? The same with the, with accountants. I mean, I would like I would assume that people are accountants because they love numbers. They love you know making sure that books are balanced and helping people with money and you know so it doesn't matter. You can pick any path. It's not about you know this works for some people and doesn't work for others. It works for all of us. I'm shrugging. <laughs> no, I I completely. Uh, resonate with that and I've certainly had the opposite experience um, I was traveling recently and walked into a restaurant and we had you know person a and person B and person a was the checker outer person and person B was the making food person yeah. and person a and B did not speak to one another and you know person a wasn't gonna help person B and person B wasn't gonna help person a and mm. you know when my food came up I had the, you know I was watching her make it rather unhappily and um, I just so wanted to reach out and say, you know, just it doesn't take any more energy to to be kind or to be happy or to be joyful and to know that this work, you know, brings joy to to yourself and, and joy to your customers. So uh, that is what I think the show is about: is inviting people to look at their life and look at what they do and how they can bring their their presence, their peace, their joy, their happiness, ease, grace to whatever it is you're doing. And for those who are ready or interested, also saying, you know what, this doesn't bring me joy. And how can I start looking at ways I can bring more joy into my world? Right. And, you know, to use your particular example, you know, we're human. We're doing the best we can. We, we are trying to remember more completely every day, you know, that, that this is the way forward. And we forget. You know, stuff happens, we're tired, we're hungry, we're whatever, stuff that, that takes us off our game, quote-unquote. And, you know, we need to be gentle with ourselves when those moments happen, not only with ourselves, but with everybody else. You know, at um, uh, Don Miguel, right, the, the four, um, four agreements, to not take these things personally. If someone else is having a heck of a day, you know, the most, something I said to you before we pressed record today, you know, what's the most loving thing I can do in this moment? Well, what's the most loving thing I can do for myself? What's the most loving thing I can do for someone else? If someone else is, is you know, obviously struggling in the moment, well, you know, we need to, we need to love them through that. Because, you know, hey, five minutes from now, that could be me. <laughs> or five minutes ago, that was me. You know, it's, we're all in this together. And, uh, it, you know, unending opportunities for us to practice this, for us to practice being here. Well, one of the things you and I often connect on is our Virgo-ness. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, for, for those who aren't familiar with, with astrology and horoscopes, Virgos are the, the September-ish birthdays, and we're known for being perfectionist. I joke sometimes I can make an Excel spreadsheet out of an Excel spreadsheet. I can organize, <laughs> I can organize things to, to, a, to a fault sometimes. And I think that also makes my, my mindfulness practice a little more relatable for people that if, if, if she can give herself the grace to, to get off of the need for perfection, maybe I can too. And so you'll hear us say on the show, it's, it's a practice, not a perfect. Yeah. And how do you forgive yourself when you get off? And how do you celebrate yourself when you get on? And make your day as loving for yourself as you can. And, and as I was saying to you earlier, um, you know, a phrase that I use often in my presentation is, I would just like to admit right now that I'm a recovering perfectionist. Are there any other recovering perfectionists in the room? Which always gets a laugh, 
but it's an opportunity for us to all just be more gentle with ourselves. You know, we're all doing the best we can, Virgos, Virgos and otherwise. You know, so we can get neurotic about all kinds of things. And we need to just be lighter and laugh more about the whole thing. Because we really are all doing the best we can, right? We really are, all the time. It, you have a talk coming up. Walk the talk with ease, grace, and joy. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about how, how we can walk the talk with ease, grace, and joy. Well, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm um, quite happy that at this point in my life, uh, one of the things that gives me that, I, I love, uh, there's a wonderful book. I'll stick this in because it really is, has been a big part of my consciousness for over a year and a half now. Uh, Florence Shin wrote a book back in, I think, about 1920 or so called The Game of Life and How to Play It. And it's had an enormous impact on me. Um, what's interesting about it, kind of written at the same time as Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and what I like about it is, even though the book is, uh, whatever it is, uh, what would that be now, uh, over 100 years old, um, it's, uh, it still feels fresh. It still feels like, you know, it was written, you know, within the last uh, year or a couple of years. And there's this one idea she talks about, which is the square of life and what I call the foundation of life, these four areas that I think about a lot, health, wealth, love, and self-expression. And um, I'm, I'm just constantly always coming back to those four things. How am I resonating with any of those four things? How am I doing with any of those four things? And um, so my talk... Uh, walking the talk with ease and grace and joy it's it's everything we've been saying it's it's being mindful it's um sorry i'm forgetting the link why why i went to all the trouble to tell you about that book it'll come back to me in a second um i i really think it comes down to this very simple question holly which is what's the most loving thing that i can do right now because that is the way to be the most present when you are loving i mean think about it think of the most loving moments you've ever experienced in your life whether that's something you're experiencing with another person or you're moved by uh, something you're witnessing, a film or, a, or listening to someone sing a song or you're watching a beautiful sunset, your heart's wide open. You're in, you're, you are in love. You're feeling love in that moment. That's all this is. I think all these words that we're, we're talking about, that's all that it comes down to. That's what presence is. It's just being the most loving we can at any moment. So, so that's the idea that I most want to share. In, in, in my talk, uh, this upcoming talk, uh, is uh, yeah, what's the most loving thing we can do right now? Um, my, so now I'm remembering the connection. My fullest self-expression, to use that phrase now that uh, I got from uh, Florence Shin, is to, um, is to share a message at uh, Sunday Morning Communities. You and I are both familiar with the New Thought world. Uh, for those who aren't, uh, New Thought is basically the way I would condense it down to a sentence, sentence or two is that, you know, God is not other. God God, or whatever word we, we want to use, infinite source, is not this something somewhere else. It's something that exists in all of us. We are all a part of it. We are all uh, sparks of that. And um, from that place, we are able to co-create our experience with that energy because we are that energy. So it's not about praying to something or someone else. It's about us uh, manifesting that and living that fully. That's, that's what new thought is in a nutshell to me anyway. And uh, so in those communities, I really feel uh, most seen and appreciated and received with this message. So that's what I'll be doing in the next uh, 
in the next little while. That's my latest uh, version of my talk. We're all we're all just writing one talk. Any professional, any good professional speaker will tell you that. They're just always giving the same talk. The details may change, but the intention of it remains the same. And my intention is always to just talk about that, to just be as present as we can, as loving as we can. So on the show, we always start with a guest defining what mindfulness means for them. And you and I have a very similar definition, being fully present in the moment, concentrating mm -hmm. on your presence in the moment. And that brings us, as you, be, as you enter in a mindfulness practice, sometimes we get the opportunity to stop and pause and define words. And on the human level, sometimes we go, it's, you know, it's got to be defined by the dictionary. And I find as I walk my mindfulness path, I sometimes get to define words for myself. And you've used the word in the, in this, the show a lot, love. Mm -hmm. Can you give us a couple sentences of what you, what you mean by love? Because I think you've got a, a really expansive definition of love that might be new to some of the listeners. Well, let's see. Um, what comes to mind when you say that, Holly, is, um, and you know, being a fellow Virgo, I think you'll probably be able to relate to this. Uh, a lesson that I learned a long time ago is I can't think my way forward. I have to feel my way forward. Uh, because my tendency is to, is to still, is to be up in my head a lot, you know, to read and to gather information and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we live, we can't just live from the neck up. You know, there's, there's, this, the rest of us that is giving us plenty of information. And one of my other big buzz phrases is, you know, listen to the wisdom of the body. The body is always giving us information, very powerful information, which in my experience uh, is more reliable than what, what happens from the neck up. So to more fully answer your question, uh, you know, what is love to me? Love is that, you know, it's a sensation that you have in your whole being. It's not a thought. It's a feeling. It's a feeling of ease. Yeah, it's, it's joy, right? I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. It's feeling joy in the body. I think that's what love is. Because when you're in that place, you know, nothing really matters, right? Nothing phases you. And we've all felt that. We've all had those moments of just feeling completely relaxed and open. And we laugh easily. We cry easily. Uh, you know, things that in other moments would bother us just don't bother us at all. They just roll off our backs. So for me, that's what love is. It's just being in that, that real body awareness of joy. So as we go back to the question that you're inviting us as, as one of our practices to do, ask yourself that question, what is the most loving thing I can do right now? Listeners, if that word loving is, is new for you or a little uncomfortable for you look at look at how that word loving could be what is what is a way you could bring full presence joy wisdom sensation feeling good feelings to my life right now what is the most loving or good feeling thing i can do in my life right now and again i love the way nathan talks about that can be most loving thing for you or most loving thing you can do for someone else and in that exchange of energy between the two people you radiate more good joy love into yeah. the world yeah so let's make it even simpler you know it's you know let's use this if, if love is and you know i completely get it love has just been used to death and so i realize that a lot of people have a lot of negative feelings about that word so let's make it even simpler you know what what would make me feel the best right now what would make me feel good better than anything else could make me feel right now and 
just relating completely, or uh, coming back to a statement you just made, Holly, I, I don't see that as being an either or, and I don't think that was your intention, but just to, to say, it, you know, making, doing something that makes me feel good makes other people feel good. For me, I think it does both at the same time. Because you know what it's like to be around someone who's in that place. It radiates out of them and it makes you feel good because it's contagious. We all want to feel that. So the second we feel it emanating out of anyone else, right, we just want to be around that person, right? So I, I think it's both and. The better we feel, the better other people feel around us because it's, it's contagious. Absolutely. So one of the things that I do in my mindfulness practice and we're going to feature on the next series of shows is pausing to listen to great music. And you are one of those great musicians and you're going to share a song with us. And I wanted to give you the opportunity to share a little bit about your thought process as you created the, th the song, what you like listeners to experience or take away or how they can approach the song. Because the song that, you, that we're going to share is called A Prayer for You. So I'll open that up for you. Why did you pick this song to share as our mindfulness practice? And, and how can we um, best experience that? Okay. It's a prayer to you. That's an, an important difference to make. Uh, I was inspired and, you know, People may not be aware of this book, and that's fine. I was inspired to write the book by, uh, sorry, inspired to write the song by a book called A Course in Miracles. And that's a whole other conversation. And if people resonate with that, great. And if they're smiling as I say that, great. And if not, it doesn't matter at all. The, uh, the point in writing the song was to have a song which celebrates everything you and I have been talking about, Holly, which is there is no difference between how we approach how we do the dishes and how we do our job and how we love our significant others and how we love our children. It's all the same. How we, how we treat our coworkers, it's all the same. So the song, uh, A Prayer to You, the chorus is, may all that I think and all that I do be a prayer to you. And that's what I'm, what I'm shooting for is to just, there is no difference. It's not something that I feel on Sunday morning for an hour. This is how I want to live my life all day, every day. And um, I chose to end the chorus with the phrase, the words, my love. So I, may all that I think and all that I do be a prayer to you, my love. And what I mean by that, before I perform the song live, I always say, uh, have that, that phrase, my love, mean to you whatever most resonates with you. If that means God, if that means uh, your higher self, if that means your significant other, if that means you, whatever uh, whatever makes most sense to you when you say that phrase, whatever, to put it this way, whatever, um, wherever you focus your energy that helps you feel the most loving, or uh, to come back to something we were saying a couple of minutes ago, whatever you connect to that makes you feel the best, that makes you feel really good, sing the song to that, whatever that is, that energy, that place, that person, that concept, whatever. So that's really what the, what the song is. It's about me wanting to live this all day, every day. And of course, you know, that's coming back to our Virgo-ness. That's perfection, right? If we were to live that all day, every day, well, that would be perfect. That would be heaven on earth. And my aim is always to improve my batting average. I'm always wanting to do that more than I am presently. And I think that's why we're all here. I think that's the work. This is a, this is a big schoolhouse, right? We're all learning every day. And uh, yeah, that's for me what the song is about. It's just giving us giving us uh, an opportunity to state our intention clearly about doing that, about getting better at doing that. 
Wow, what a generous uh, sharing there. Mm. Um, I'm smiling too, because when I picked up the phone to chat with you and invite you on the show, I said, hello, my love. And and I often, if you you call me, I answer the phone, hello, love, hello, love. And and some people know what to do with that. And some people don't know what to do with that. And and your mindfulness practice is an opportunity to practice that. And we're so excited to get the opportunity to share a prayer to you. Now, when listeners listen to this and they want more of you, what's the best way that they can get more of you? Uh, my website is NathanAswell.com. And just uh, want people to be aware that my, my first name is spelled a little unusually. That's N-A-T-H-E-N, not A-N. And last name is Aswell, A-S-W-E-L-L.com. If you go to my website, uh, that website, uh, there is a, a music store page. And if you go to that page, there are links to um, to getting my CDs, buying both of my CDs, or you can send me an email message and say, "Hey Nathan, I'd like you to uh, I'd like you to ship me a couple of physical copies, and I'd be happy to do that too." And I always love to feature uh, global-minded people, so I'll also do a shout out there. So the the global listeners recognize that Nathan is actually located in Canada and is open for singing and keynotes and opportunities. Um, around the world. So uh, he is also not bound by by geographic borders. And this gives us a huge opportunity to expand his world. Um, No matter where you're listening from, um, Nathan would love to hear from you as well. Thanks, Holly. I appreciate that because, yeah, that that is my goal is I, I really would love to serve with words and music anywhere on the face of the earth. So if anybody listening anywhere is open to that idea, I will. I welcome a conversation with you wholeheartedly.
Hey there! The holidays are here, so it's good to know Fred Meyer can save you some time with free pickup on all your fresh favorites. Whether your traditions call for a hearty helping of juicy ham, ample apple pie, or Aunt Sue's legendary twice-stuffed stuffing, Fred Meyer has got you covered. So order for free pickup at fredmeyer.com or the app, and get more time to get your holiday on when you grab your groceries curbside. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Wonderful. Well, we look forward to having you back on the show to talk about A Course in Miracles sometime in the future. Thanks again for your song, your gift to the world, and being an example of everyday mindfulness. So we'll close the show by saying mindful matters, and so do you. Thank you so much, Nathan. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you very much, Holly. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more mindfulness every day, visit everydaymindfulnessshow.com and download the three-day challenge and experience the ABCs of mindfulness. Thank you.